Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of this show is for mature audiences 18 and over due to the topics discussed. Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantic truth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantic truth. Now, here is your host Jawson. Hi everyone, Jelson with you here, Romantic Truth, Las Vegas. And what we're going to talk about today, folks, has to do with boundaries. Yes, uh, we had another pro- uh, program on boundaries earlier, where we talked about setting them, parameters. And now we're going to look at more of what they should involve. And not only that, we're going to talk about more specifically, that friend of yours that may like you. Oh yeah, we're going there. Converting a friendship into a relationship. So we got a lot to talk about today. Let's first get into the boundaries. Let's start with the family. One thing that I'm going to tell you, A lot of parents and family members won't encroach most boundaries. Usually it's by the invitation of somebody in the relationship. So don't get upset if you invite a family member in on a problem that you're having in your relationship for them to voice their opinion. And they may voice it and it may not be favorable or it may put you in the hot seat. Don't get upset about that. You brought that on to yourself. Now, it's unfair to your partner because a lot of times what you're doing is you're bringing something into the relationship you didn't inform them about. And before you know it, they may be the bad guy and not even know it. Now, some of you do this deliberately in order to get even. Since I can't have my way in our dispute in the relationship, what I'll do is incorporate the family members and tell them my perspective on it and have the bias on my side so when they go in on him, they're going in and representing me in the process. Some of you think you're slick doing that. Don't do that. That's tacky. But some of you will. I understand. But the one thing you don't want to do is to weaponize family members for disputes in your relationships. A lot of you do this. Now, there are some parents that are overbearing some family members, and they take control. As in the case of the couple in Yorba Linda where the mom pretty much bought the house for her daughter and her son-in-law to stay, and then she decorated the place with one of the bedrooms specifically designed to her liking, along with the rest of the house, mind you. And it was all about control. And the daughter was afraid to really confront her mother about it and She got on her husband when he made mention about, hey, 
you know, we're a couple, we can make it on our own. And of course, this caused a big uprising in the family because mama has never been told no. And daughter, on the other hand, hasn't been told no by the man that she's ever dated. So as you can see, there's kind of like a cascading effect. Daughter doesn't tell mom no, and therefore, daughter expects her men to tell her no. Passing it down through the generations. So, you run across people like that. There are some parents who will pay for a wedding. And feel as though if I pay for the wedding, I'm a vested member in your relationship. I have a say in it. I have a position in it. Some actually think that and believe that. You have others where there are no boundaries set for family members. So, sisters, aunts, cousins, uncles can come over at any time without calling, without knocking. And that leaves you in a bad situation. There was a friend of mine that had a situation like that years ago. He was dating a lady. He had moved her in. And things were going well between them for a while. And then eventually what she decided to do was to have one of her cousins to come to town, to Los Angeles. Well, she didn't inform him that she was coming. He was going to wait and tell him later. Well, it was supposed to be a scheduled time when this woman was supposed to arrive in L.A. And she arrived several hours earlier than projected. Well, she goes on to the address, to the apartment. And she tells her that the key is under the doormat. She gets the key, opens up the apartment door, only to see this guy sitting there naked in his living room, which was her cousin's man. Awkward introduction. Well, from that point forward, their relationship began behind this woman's back. And it continued throughout the whole period. So he went on and took the position of, when were you going to tell me that she was coming? And she said, well, I didn't want to tell you before because that would have started an argument. I felt as though if she's already here, then we could just go on. These are people who will ask for forgiveness later before permission first. You don't want these kind of people in your relationship. Mm -mm. Too unpredictable. Well, anyway, here is the problem. Eventually, this lady found out that my friend was sleeping with her cousin. He was hurt. As she felt, both of them had betrayed her. They had backstabbed her. They had gone behind her back and did something so egregious that she could never forgive them. Oh, and she milked the mercy and the empathy as much as she could from them. And they did all kind of stuff to pamper her in order to appease. But see, mighty funny, she was so hurt that she didn't tell any of the other family members. The reason being, she was benefiting from exploiting the situation she was exposed to. 
Didn't want to go to therapy. Didn't want to do anything. Just, oh, you know, just, I need some time to myself. Meanwhile, my friend was still sleeping with her cousin while she was trying to find herself. More than likely, she was out sleeping with someone else. But it happens. It happens more often than you think. Now, boundaries. Ladies, volunteering your man to do something without his permission or talking to him about it is a violation of a boundary. Oh, my boyfriend will be over there, Mom. Don't worry about a thing. He'll hang the, do- he'll hang the door for you. He gets home from work. Yeah, I need for you to go to my mom so you can uh, hang her door for her. And the reason why these people do this a lot of times is so that it's less pushback that they'll receive from you because it's a crisis situation. These people usually operate in relationships based on crisis because it has to be a hardship or an emergency in order to always get whatever they want as a priority. That's the way they function in life. All right. You're going to have the family member that's going to be very nosy and inquisitive. You're on a date. You tell your family member about the date. The family member gets the first and last name of that person, city that they were in, company they worked for, whatever information you unknowingly give them. And before you know it, they're doing Google searches, finding out all kinds of stuff about this person. Background searches, everything else. Things that you should be doing, they're going to do for you. In some cases, that's good, but in a lot of cases, it's bad because here's the problem. What if they get the wrong information? You get it, and then you run with it like the gospel. Be careful on that. Now, um, other things. If you have a dispute with your partner, don't share with your family or friends unless it's abuse. If it's abuse, you're going to need some help to get out of that environment. If it's not abuse, if it's just a disagreement, and you guys are upset, don't share it. Work it out between the two of you if you can. I know you want to see, you want people to see it your way and want to act like you're not crazy. I understand all that. But here's the thing you have to realize. Your position is valid. Just because you didn't convince or persuade your partner doesn't mean that where you're standing is invalid. It just means you have a disagreement. Getting a consensus, well, that might help you emotionally. But what are you going to do to change your partner's position? What it's going to come down to is a compromise in some kind of way. And then you have some that won't negotiate, won't compromise. Well, not much you can do with that, is it? So you're going to have to decide what's good and what's bad and what's indifferent. All right. Now, other things we have to consider here. We have to start looking at some of the boundaries that we have when it comes down to other family members. 
I'm talking about not necessarily parents, because usually parents are very respectful. Usually. I'm talking about from the standpoint of sisters and siblings and cousins and those kind of things. They may like your partner. They may become a little bit too flirtatious, so you may have to set those boundaries. Usually you find this with younger teenage girls and girls in their 20s that may stretch those boundaries a little bit too much. Watch yourselves. And ladies, let me tell you something else too. You know, if you have a girlfriend or maybe a sister and she jokes around and say, well, we're going to share. He's our boyfriend. Even though she may mean that in jest. And it could very well mean that it's harmless. Watch what you do with that because some men may interpret that as to say, I got a shot at both of these women. Oh, and the guy will take it too. Trust me. He's not going to sit there and just uh, think that he could just have one of you. All right. <laughs> now, the other thing here. When we're dealing with friends. Now, family members may be inquisitive, but friends can be downright rude and inquisitive and wanting to know things such as um, asking granular questions. Now, don't fall into the trap, ladies of allowing your girlfriend to go in and inspect them with all these different hard-nosed questions. And please don't let your sister or girlfriend do, do this or your, or your female cousins or anybody within approachable range as far as age range, potential relationship. The reason for that, there may be a temptation there for her. And so she may ask questions and may not give you the answers to some of the questions she asked. So, that friend of yours that says, uh, give me his phone number, I'm a betting. Let me give him his Facebook profile. I'm a betting. She finds his number, she's talking to him. She's asking him all these questions. She's texting him, asking him all these questions. In the name of protecting her friend. Ladies, you can fuck around and let that woman do that all you want to. That woman's going to be sleeping with your man. Very soon and very easily. Now, I'm just telling you from experience because I ain't going to kid you. There have been a lot of women I fucked their friends <laughs> back in the day. No joke. Because the friends, they knew all the flaws in the woman. They knew the weaknesses. I had one lady that I went out with and she told me, well, you got to meet my friend's approval first because my friends are very close to me. Well, she had this one girlfriend. This woman was fine as hell. And I knew, as soon as we saw each other, we made that eye contact. I knew it was like something there. And she said, well, let me have your number. And then I'll give you her number. And I'm like, oh, shit, because it was a chance meeting and meeting this woman in this damn restaurant. And she was acting like the bodyguard. 
and uh, I got to vet you first to make sure you're good enough for my friend. Well, now, her friend, the one I was interested in, she was a nice-looking lady. But one thing I noticed right off the bat was that her friends were more domineering around her. And this one friend that she had that took the lead, she was kind of hot and provocative, so I knew good and well. Mm, good possibility, maybe. So I went on through, went through the hoops with this lady about where well, I worked. That was naive then. But that was something that I shouldn't even mention. But I went on and told her, trying to qualify myself. And so I didn't think much of it afterwards. She gave me old girl's number. Called her up. We talk. And she's like, yeah, you know, I have my friends to uh, always check guys out because I got hurt before and this guy, he broke my heart, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, what started to happen? Her girlfriend started calling me more frequently. And she started telling me some of the things about the girl that I was pursuing. And then she said, well, that last relationship didn't go down like the way she said it went down. Found out she had taken one of the other girlfriend's man. And so from that, it kind of banished her more than anything. It wasn't like um, she was welcome. They still tolerated her. And the reason why they tolerated her because she was an attractive woman and she drew men to the table when they would go out. Pretty much like what happened with me. Well, after talking to this young lady, the one that I was interested in for a while, I started to realize I was wasting my time because she was like trying to avoid going out on a date, all these other things. And I could never get a concrete date with her alone. Uh, it was always something that was up in the schedule. She was always doing something. Her friends had a priority, et cetera, et cetera. Well, finally, a girl told me, a friend told me, she said, no, she says, uh, she's trying to get back with her ex, the guy that broke her heart. I said, why she couldn't tell me that? She said, I don't know. She said, she does that a lot. She and I started talking. We started going out. I quit calling another woman. And she calls me up and she says, oh, I see you with my friend now. I said, yep. She said, oh, that's cold-blooded. You backstabbed me. I said, whatever you want to call it, call it. I don't have a problem with it. Well, I do, and I think that that was messed up. Well, I asked her one question. Are you dealing with your ex still? Oh, she told you about that? I said, yeah. Now, why would she backstab me like that and tell me, tell you that? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, she was pissed off more about me finding out through her than anything else. So as I saw it, I'm not going to deal with the drama. So me and her friend kicked it a bit and then after that, psh, we went our separate ways. 
but you'll run across that. You'll run across that sometimes. Now, most women keep their girlfriends and women at bay. They set very good boundaries for them. Most women do. And with men, the way we work is if a guy's talking to a lady, we usually step aside, let him go on and do his thing. We don't want to be blamed for fucking something up, and we don't want him using us as an alibi just in case he cheats on. Now, even when one of our friends break up with a woman, usually the man will ask if it, if the coast is clear, if it's okay. He'll ask his buddy that I asked the guy that before he starts talking to him. Nothing's wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with that. What's wrong with it is when she moves, makes a move on old boy's friend. That's when there's a problem. Most guys won't snitch. They'll just say, thanks but no thanks, but keep me in the bullpen. Others, whole different story. They'll hit it, and if they get found out, oh, well, you should have been taking care of your woman. Out of pants. Now, what we're going to do in the next segment, we're going to talk about converting a friendship into a relationship. All right, folks, converting a friendship into a relationship. This is a difficult task. Now, there's a couple of things to keep in mind with this. Now, I'm not talking about those of you who are starting out, you like each other, and you're thinking about having a relationship, and you want to start off with a friendship that's different. I'm talking about someone you already know in a friendship, and now you're trying to convert it into a relationship. Now, there are a couple of things to keep in mind, especially with you guys. The women are very slow to take you out of the friend zone if they do at all. Because they benefit from where you are as that friend. How do they benefit? They don't have to worry about you trying to move on them. They're pretty much in safe space, not being around you. Now, here's some of the other issues you have to deal with when you're dealing with a situation like this. If you're going to do this, one of the first things that I would tell you to do is to gauge what kind of interest they may have in the idea. Ask the hypothetical. Would you date me? Got to ask that question. You'd be surprised the answer you get. Probably get a hell no more than anything. Oh, you're my friend. Fellas, when she says, oh no, you're my friend. You don't have a chance in hell of ever sleeping with her. 
The only way that's going to happen is if she cannot trust any other man on the face of this earth. She'll give you the mercy fuck and then she'll settle for you. But I'm telling you, you're way down the list. Most women <clears throat> prefer to get with a man that doesn't know them. Because if you know them as their friend, you know what kind of fucked up shit they do. You've seen some of the guys they've chosen, some of the guys they slept with, some of the complaints that they've shared with you about certain situations. You know her too well. They always try to give you that bullshit about, well, you know, I know you too well, so I won't. No, you know them too well. Because women get embarrassed, if, especially if they're involved in things that are perceived as horse behavior, behavior by the larger spectrum of people. When I say horse behavior, in other words, she may sleep with a guy, but she kind of wanted to keep it on the down low. She wouldn't tell her girlfriends this, but you as a man, she tells you that she slept with him and his dick wasn't this so or wasn't that. And it's like, all right, well, you know. But she's treating you like a girlfriend with a penis also. One thing that I would tell you guys to do, a woman designates you as a friend, here's what you need to do. What does that entail? What does that mean? I tell women all the time, oh, we're just friends and I had a romantic interest in you. Uh, you know I'm still going to try to fuck you even though I'm your friend, right? Now, here's the thing. If it's a situation where we're mutually looking at each other as a friend, as a platonic friend, and I haven't made any romantic overtures, no problem. She'll never hear those words out of my mouth. But if it's a situation where she's going to try to hit the buzzer first, bang, I'm just telling you. That's the way it's going to be. Enter at your own risk. Now, <laughs> now the other one is this. We also have to look at being honest with each other about our feelings. That's when you have to tell them, look, you know, um, we've been friends, but I want to take it to another level. Fellas, you've heard that from women before. I think our relationship needs to go to another level. This means that as she has observed you, you've met all the milestones and she's ready. Now, here's the thing. Soon as you say yes, she already is familiar with you and knows you. That means she's ready to give you some pussy in ways you never had it before. Nothing's wrong with that. That's how people, that's how we as human beings express our love. You know, you got to remember, the oppression of sex comes from people that really hate sex and don't have any. You look at many of the people that made the laws and the rules about sex. A whole bunch of men that couldn't get no pussy because they took a vow of celibacy. That's on them. That has nothing to do with my fucking activities. I'm not trying to be biblical. I'm not trying to be like Jesus. Jesus was Jesus. I can't be him. I'm proud of him. I'm glad he went on and did what he did. But I'm in my own lane. 
You want to take it slow. Like John Legend say, take it slow. You want to take it slow. And you don't want to put on any pressure. You don't want to put the pressure on it. Fellas, let me tell you something. When a woman suggests that you go to another level with her beyond friendship, oh, she's ready to give you some pussy in ways you haven't thought about it before. Now, true enough, she loves you. She cares about you. All this shit because she's had a chance to know you. But she wants you inside of her. A lot of women don't like hearing that, don't like saying it, because that's all you think about is sex. No, 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 ladies. When you're horny in that bed, that's all your ass is thinking about, too. When that pillow is between your legs and you wish a man was there, let's face it. Desires are there as human beings. Quit fucking around trying to play that old emotional game. The other thing, besides taking it slow, you want to respect the boundaries. So in other words, here's the thing that fucks up most people. Take for instance, you guys decide to be a couple. You still have to retain those boundaries that you had as your friendship. Fellas, if she wants to take it to another level and you're feeling that and you think that it could work, let her make the first move on it. She's going to let you know how far you can go. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I hate to disappoint you. You have a one in 10 chance of having her say yes if you're pursuing her from a friendship into a relationship. It rarely works. And the reason being, again, she's benefiting more from you being in the friend zone than she could ever benefit if she sees it with you in a relationship. Especially if you're one of these guys that have been trying and been thirsty and been waiting, she will never be with you. I mean, times would have to be desperate because she knows that you wouldn't be able to control yourself and the first thing you try to do is control her. And so she's gonna pull back. She's not gonna want it. And she's gonna say, oh, you remind me of my brother. You're just like a brother to me. You're just like... What she's doing there is she's marginalizing you. We do it all the time with women, fellas, you know it. You know, I see you as my little sister. I see you as my little niece. Probably even come up with a nickname for her just so that you can marginalize her in a way where she doesn't feel as though she has any kind of sexual value to you. Yeah, ladies, that's what we do to women when we don't really want to be with them even though they're our friends. So you're going to respect those boundaries. And what happens a lot of times, being that you guys have never been intimate or close before, is going to feel kind of awkward for the guy if he gets a yes from the woman that he wants to be advanced in a relationship with. 
So ladies, you might have to guide him through and tell him it's okay. Now fellas, you don't have to worry about that shit with a woman. You give her to go ahead, oh, she's gonna put her arms around you, she's gonna guard your ass. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you ever go to a place like the Philippines or Ghana, and you give the woman to go ahead that you're interested in her, they're just like bodyguards. They be standing in front of you, boy, they be like secret service. They'll take a bullet for your ass. This is my man. Get back. This is my man. So just keep that in mind. Just as a heads up. They become very defensive on your ass. Now, yes, you want to enjoy the journey of watching your relationship escalate in a positive way. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're going to find, I'm telling you, Women will have more of a problem with coming from friendship to relationship than you will if the woman came on to you. Just tell it. Now, other things that happens. You got to let it happen. Let it happen naturally. She's going to be worried about, well, you know, I don't want to ruin the friendship. And I don't know if I could look at you the same way if we were together, if we were intimate. And see, another thing, too. Some of you guys don't realize she may be holding you in a pattern where she likes you and she would love to be with you. But here is the thing. She's kind of embarrassed to be with you in that sense. Because you might know some things about her that she feels embarrassed about. But she doesn't want to really let you go and be with anyone else. And the way she does this is by, in a sense, leading you on. So you start with a new girlfriend. You know, I don't like her. When I was wrong with her. I just don't like her. She's this, that, and the other. Well, she's trying to keep you isolated for herself. So that when she decides to make that move, and let me tell you something else, guys. Some women won't make that move like that until after they feel as though no other man wants them. And they know that they have a captive audience with you. You can play that game if you want to. Brainiac dum-dum, go right ahead. Now, the other thing that you have to look at, <laughs> I hate to say this, expect her to say no if you're a man. Expect her to say no. Ladies, don't be surprised if he says no to you. Now, the reason for this, of course, is that the likelihood of them being interested in you for a relationship, more often than not, is already gone. It went, your candidacy for a relationship with this person went away within the first 30 seconds that they met you. So all this time you've been their friend, 
you've never been promoted to an emotional state that they would feel as though they'd feel comfortable enough to be naked in front of you. Unless they feel as though you're non-threatening and you're just like somebody that is neutral. As I told you before, the lady that called me a friend that time, and I let her know that was your designation and she's going to invite me over because we were going to go to lunch that day. And she's going to invite me over to her place and we went upstairs and she went and took off her clothes and went in the shower. And she's walking around the house naked and she's looking at me like, what are you looking at? I said, you know I want to fuck you, right? I just told her straight out. And she said, really? And she came over and mm. When she sat in my lap and we started kissing, it was on and cracking. And she was mad at herself after she finished. You can't believe you're my friend. I said, well, you didn't handle my dick like you were my friend. You handled it like you were my woman. <laughs> because some women will do that. They'll play that game. They kind of like you, but they're not quite sure because they're worried about what you think of them and that kind of thing. Ladies, you got to let that shit go. If you want to be with that man, be with that man. Shit. Waste your time up there trying to sit on the fence. All right. The other thing. Let's see where we are on time here. Oh, we got plenty of it. Another thing we have to look at here, believe it or not, it's going to be we got to look at the ruining the benefit of friendship. Now, when I talk about ruining the benefit of friendship, when a person's your friend, they're benefiting from you in some capacity. Even if it's nothing more than you make them feel good and make them laugh every time they see you. It's going to be something that you offer them on a regular basis that's a part of you. And in this case, in this context, it's not intimate or sexual. And some people can't see you in any other light. Because, see, you've been typecast by that partner, that friend. They can't see you in any other capacity. They can't see you with their, your arms around them, you kissing them. And you may not be the person they want romantically or intimately, but you're the kind of person they want to have around them because they like certain characteristics about, them, about you. You make them laugh. You pay for drinks. It could be anything. Just understand as that friend, what you're also doing, you're being used for a benefit. So are they. They're exploitive. But let's go on. You can expect the friendship to change. And it's going to change immensely. That means that access is going to change. So, for instance, if you just told this person 
that you're interested in them and you would like to pursue a relationship and you haven't conveyed these feelings before to them, it might become very guarded and they start distancing you, turn you down, then starts distancing you, then you don't have the access to them like you did before. You're not hanging out with them as much. And so they'll alienate you. And you'll be surprised how many of her friends will start to come about at that point and see if they could shoot their shot. Because now you're away from her. So that way these people feel as though, good, I got an equal shot at him, fair shot now. All right. The other thing, we have to look at physically, how does this partner let you know that they're interested? Usually, it's going to start with the conversation. It's going to may start with some prolonged stares at each other or stares at you. Uh, conversations about dating and relationships may come about that person may touch you give you a massage um, may stroke your hair may comb your hair may brush it usually it's going to be some kind of grooming or some sort of uh, massage they may volunteer for it's going to be something that's going to be kind of an intimate type contact based on the premise of that person respecting your boundaries. So you might say, you know, I got a knot in my neck. And then he may decide to just go on and say, hey, let me just rub it out. And of course, what do you ladies do? No, don't try anything. Guys, just stick to what you promised. You're just going to rub the crook out of her neck, go on and do it. Because, see, here's the thing. Once you start doing something like that and she feels as though she could trust you with it, guess what? That's a new boundary she will let you cross because you were respectful and you respected her in that. All right. Let's carry on here. And you're going to have conversations, like I said before, about relationships and dating and that kind of thing. And... Here's one thing that I would tell you. If you're interested in someone and they have been fucking up and been getting their heart broke, calling you on the phone, complaining all the time, that kind of thing, just tell them straight up. You know, I've watched you fuck up your one, two, three, four, five relationships. You got nowhere. Maybe you should be with someone you know. Because you've tried five different strangers and you crash and burn on all five. You're trying to appeal to her logically. And it may not work because she may still be in that emotional state. No, you know, uh, I know you too well. Let me go on and keep doing the same shit I've been doing before. Failing. Let her go right ahead. Don't stop her. Ladies, if a guy does that same thing, but you got to understand 
that's as good as it's going to get for you. Now, you also got to express your interests in this person. They want to know justification, what kind of future benefit they would have with you if they were to get into a relationship with you. You got to explain to them and have it down. And please, whatever you do, let it go beyond sex because they're going to be hung up on that. That's what they're going to be hung up on the most. Now, here's the difference. And this is the reason why it's so difficult to make that transition from a friendship to a relationship. They're stuck with the guy that they want. The guy that they want is usually not equated with the guy they need. But what is equated with that need is what he can provide. And this is where they fuck up. That want, they want that handsome man. They need that lifestyle because they don't want to be poor or they don't want to be struggling. Instead of looking at it from the standpoint, they should want a good man and they should need for him to shore up some of the things that could balance her and the relationship out. Besides the monetary thing. But a lot of them don't think that way. So they go what they want. They go for what they want. They want that six-figure guy. They want that handsome man. High-value man. HBM. For what? But then, guys, here's the thing. When you find a woman that's like that and she's your friend, don't try to convince her otherwise. She's going to wind up more than likely with a delta male at some point. And maybe you, it may not be. But you don't have to hang around and wait. Because she's reaching for the stars. She's still looking for that man that's out there. That knight in shining armor that's on that horse. She's waiting on him. He's going to change her life. He's going to be the catalyst of change. And the only thing she has to do is just click her heels together and say, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. He's going to show up. Of course, he won't. But she will have these sentiments that is what she's looking for. Now, why isn't this the case? Why wouldn't he show up? One, you have women a lot of times that will have, I call them collectors. I want you to think about this for a moment. Most women have a clean slate with men at a distance. Those male friends, they're further out than the female friends are as far as the social strata. That woman with that male friend is right under her ass. A lot of guys are going to like that. And then she's going to be adamant. Oh, no, you know, my friend, I've known him longer than I've known you. So. And so she's going to find herself by herself, probably. Because as men, we already know. If he hanging around you, he trying to bone you, lady. Or he may be one of your girlfriends. 
in the sense that, oh yeah, you guys go shopping together, he's seen you nude and didn't get aroused, that kind of thing. This is the reason why, fellas, a lot of women like gay men. They pose no threat in that department. I know I have those friends. And it's not that they're gay, it's that they get annoying at the while. Just like it's the equivalent of the guy who has the buddy and he's dating a lady and the woman is like, why don't you get rid of your friend? Why can't your friend go and find him a woman or something like that? And he's always hanging around, man, we got to go out. He's like, "Uh, well, you know, I got my girl here. Oh yeah, well, we, yeah, I just hang with y'all. No, why don't you go get a woman and do something with your own time? Oh, we homies, we hang out. Women get annoyed by that shit. And men get annoyed when they have that third wheel there. Now, the other thing is this. A lot of women don't like messing around with their male friends because in some ways they've already told other people about him, about mainly why they won't be with him, why they don't like him, why she doesn't like him as a partner. She's afraid of that shit getting back to him. And so by having them at that distance, She never has to worry about that threat coming to fruition. She spilled the beans to her girlfriends about it. And she doesn't want to look like a hypocrite. That'd be kind of hard for her to take those things back. Oh, and she shared that information with other people, trust me. And this is the reason why. Justifies her not being with you. Now, let's look at some of the practical changes of what really would happen in the event two friends decide to have a relationship that had never had any romantic interest in each other in the beginning. Well, the first thing you're going to be dealing with, if you were to try to rehabilitate one of these types of relationships into a full-blown romantic one, the first challenge that you're going to have is going to be the doubt that the partner is going to have that it will work. And they're going to have reasons and justifications. But here's the thing. They may not level with you and tell you the real reason why they're not with you in a relationship. But one thing you could rest assured of, the reason why you're not in a relationship with them is because they saw something in you that they didn't like and they're not going to really deal with. 
you're not their type. You may not be built the way they want their partner to be built. There's another thing that you have to face. No matter what you do, you can never get them to ever put you in the category of being with you. I mean, of them being with you. Unless, now there's some people who would do this and they're actually kissing the friendship goodbye. And instead of having a relationship with you, they will go on and sleep with you and totally alienate you completely. Even though you've been three friends, three, four, five, ten years, doesn't matter. Because the way they look at it, let me get rid of this now because it can grow into a bigger problem later. So they're willing to basically throw you under the bus for that reason. Now this happens, not as frequently. Now, there are others, other women that will leverage your being in their presence. to you dropping your interest, your romantic interest in them. If you talk to me about a relationship again, our friendship's over. Ultimatum. Now, if you get that, <laughs> you might as well go on the end of friendship. Because you just put a gun to your head emotionally. It's not worth it. At that point, and I'm only talking metaphorically, not physically. I told you the show is not about violence. You need to walk away. Now, Some people will use the weight of not being present as a punishment. You want to agree to be with me in a relationship? Well, I'm going to take my marbles and go home. And you're going to miss me and you're going to call and try to find out what's going on. And I'm going to hold out. That's the way some of them look. They look at it. I'm still trying to get this chair from squeaking. I used some WD Freud on it and it didn't work. Well, here's the other thing. They may look, especially women, they, they become very conscious about this when you tell them that you want to take it to another level. Don't be surprised she tell you, well, I don't think so. Mm -mm. Because she will actually let the relationship go before she gets in a relationship with you. There's some that will do that in a heartbeat. Now, some other consequences. Take instance. You guys get together and try to give it a go. Things don't work out. Yeah, your friendship is going to change a bit. 
But what they look at is that whatever that discrepancy was you had that broke you guys up, they feel as though there's going to be a catalyst in the relationship that you wouldn't have had before had you guys not dated. That's one of the biggest fears of women when it comes down to the relationship. Going from friend to romantic lover. I learned this years ago from a lady I dated. And um, the only way that's going to work, you're going to have to resolve that issue. But now, if it's so bad that you had to end the romantic relationship just to go back to an amicable one, a whole lot of terms are going to change because, see, you're going to get a chance to know a different aspect of the person. The reason why many of these relationships platonic relationships last a long time is because you don't know much about that person outside of what you see. They control that. In an intimate relationship, you get a chance to see the things they can't control. And that's the reason why a lot of people are embarrassed to get in one with someone they already know. Because they want to keep that fan base. You love me as I present myself to you. I don't want you to see me in any other light but that one. You have people that are that way. Now, is there a rule book when it comes down to converting these friendships? No. Each one is different. People are different. There are some people that just would accept a friends with benefits situation and they're cool with it. They will accept an FWB with no problem. And this means that we can be friends, we can have sex, don't get serious on the emotional side. We can still be friends, but sexually, it's all about us just putting our bodies together and getting this tension out. But that means that we're not gonna get angry with each other. We're not gonna fall in love with each other. We're not gonna call each other names. We just gonna stick with what works. And you have some that do that. And that's just the way it is. And they compartmentalize their relationship. Now, what this means is they have other terms, too. This means that when they're in the company of other people, they don't show those feelings and emotions towards each other. They have like a casual liaison. And this is what you're seeing a lot of Gen Z people do in their relationships now. They're casualizing a lot of the friendships where they're not emotionally wound up and bound to them, but where they can be objective and they can still enjoy each other's company, but not lose it if things don't work out between the two of them. So it's kind of measured a bit. And so that's what's working with that. But like I said, 
people have their own ways of doing things and it varies from person to person now the other thing we have to look at is that in many of these situations you will find women will have more of a say as to not only the terms of this relationship if they're the ones being pursued by the man they're going to lay down the rules and there're going to be some guidelines and they might even have a test period so it's not like they're all in with you so it may be a test period where they'll say well we're going to try and see if this will work and if it doesn't we're going to walk away so they'll set the terms and conditions now you got to remember fellows you're being judged but you're being judged in a whole new light in this respect you passed the test as far as being her friend but now being her romantic partner you can't be grandfathered in with the same past as you had as a friend and here's the thing if you fail the romantic side of it that means that it's over see a lot of these women don't want you to become that romantic partner because the way most women look at relationships when it ends they throw the baby the bath water and everything out being that she doesn't want to throw you away that's the reason why she's hanging on to you as a friend because many of her past relationships that have broken up have been disposable so where it goes and not only that see with a person that they don't know that well believe it or not they don't carry the loss as long but you're her close friend you're the person that you shared pizza with you shared ice cream with when you guys didn't have nothing but 20 bucks between the two of you you figured out a, a way to go and have a meal or go somewhere and have some fun you borrowed gas money from each other you picked each other up from work and what has happened now you have functioned so well with each other that she's afraid that if you put a romantic component in there you're going to screw it up because that means she has their feelings for you she has their passion for you she has compassion for you as a friend but if you're her lover you're going to, she's going to have passion for you there's a big difference see she'll be more apt to take any mistakes you make as a friend a lot easier and more forgiving than she would as her lover because then as her lover it's going to be very hard for you to undergo the scrutiny and survive it and she don't want to run the risk of losing you now ladies for you when it comes down to men trying to convert him over to your friend men are very quick to make that decision now 
you will get the man to sleep with you. Let me get that straight. Most men that sees you, they may see you as a female friend, but not somebody to be interested in. They will give you an obligatory fuck. I'm telling you right now. And usually what most guys do that are not into you ladies, they're going to let you give them head. I'm just going to tell you right now. They may even have sex with you all the way through. But they're not into you because there's something they've already know about you or seen that they don't like. But it's different than a woman. See, a woman who's being pursued by a man who's her friend, she's going to be petty on his ass. Women, they can do that. They can be petty. Men are doing it for concrete reasons. Not to marginalize the woman, but see, the thing is, the women have more things that they look out for than we do. So what happens, the guy goes and he says, well, yeah, we're going to do this. But the reason why he doesn't want to do it, ladies, is because he's looking at it from a standpoint, it's going to be very hard to get rid of you. It's going to be very hard if things don't work out. This is another consideration of women when it comes down to their male friend. Because, see, the woman doesn't have nothing to worry about because as long as she didn't give him any pussy, she can get rid of him and there's no reason for him to come back around. And a lot of women feel as though if I give him some pussy, that's going to intensify his efforts of being around me. Now, ladies, that may or may not work. Because there have been some women out there that give me some ass and I didn't want to come back. Mm-mm, no thanks. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Ma'am, please don't 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 brand your pussy. Just just leave it as generic pussy. Don't don't put a name on it. Don't 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 try to say it's good pussy. Just just. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just joking, but. No, seriously. It falls in that category sometimes. It falls into that category. I was with a lady one time. She wanted to be more than friends. And I fucked around and decided to have sex with her. It was a shame. I was thinking about Philly cheesesteak sandwich, beer. And she's like, oh, did you, did you? I said, no. And I fucked around and then she tried hard. I said, damn, that's stuff I should have told her I did. Because it wasn't good. She was trying too hard. And she just physically was not the kind of woman I was looking for in that sense. And fellas, you got to face it. Some women look at you the same way. So when you try harder and harder you turn them off and then eventually they kick you out of the friend zone you're no longer a friend or nothing and i will tell you fellas more than likely if you try to push up on a lady for some pussy it's going to be the quickest way to get kicked out completely out of friend zone out of everything 
That's one of the reasons why I tell you, when you choose a woman, go for the physical aspect first. And then look at all of the other things, such as personality, the character, the integrity, all of that next. The only reason why I say that is because as a man, we know good and well, we like what we see. So it doesn't make any sense for some of you guys to go and get with a woman that may not be satisfactory physically. You get with her, you like her personality, you like her character, she has loyalty and all that stuff, and you still cheat on her. And the reason why you do that is because, guess what? She didn't meet the criteria for your physical requirement. That's the reason why I'm telling you. Some of you ladies are walking around here thinking that, oh, I need to lose weight. I need to wear body shapers. I need to wear Spanx. I need to wear this. No. These men, ladies, will make love to you and fuck the shit out of you. Whether you're fat, got stretch marks, whether you got pubic hair, whether you don't, they don't care. You need to quit telling each other those lies about what men do and don't want. You don't know. Because many of you, many of these ladies have not asked men. They've only asked other women. That's one thing I was determined to do, to find out something. I was going to ask the source. I asked women. I'll sit there and ask some damn man. I remember when I was little going to the barber shop, man would say, yeah, to get a woman, you just go and put on some Group 33 and some high karate. And you just go up there and get your pen and tell a slap. Why are we doing that shit? And it contradicted some of the things that the women told me on the campus about what they look for in a man. And I tell you guys all the time, just talk and listen to a woman. She will tell you everything about it. That woman will tell you how to screw her, how to make love to her. When she's comfortable, she will talk to you. She will open up those feelings. But what you have to look for, fellas, is a woman that you could be vulnerable with and open up with your feelings. If she wants you to always listen to her and then she shuts up on you, mm-mm, don't need it. Don't need it. You don't need it. Now, other friends are going to have an impact on this as well. So, she may not date you because her other male friends may get jealous. And some of these women have men like this because they want men in their entourage. But an ego. Makes them look good. Now, usually when you tell a friend that you're interested in them romantically, they're going to try to distance themselves from you. They're going to try to end the friendship usually. They might tell you, I'm sorry you feel this way, but I, you know, I'm not into you. Others may give you a try. They just may say, hey, you know what? Let's just go rent a hotel room for the weekend, see if we can do this, see how things go. 
what people are afraid of is the person that they like so much they don't want to lose the person or the benefits associated with them and when i always talk about benefits i'm talking about a lot of the things the quirks that they may get they may have a friend that's very good with computers and they hang out with them and they have fun and whenever their computer goes down they just call him up but the problem is if she has sex with him has a relationship with him it may complicate matters so right now she's paying him to fix her computer but if they get into a relationship she's not going to have to pay him but she knows that that boundary now is different because he will have access to her body because she's his girl and some women are just not ready for that Mm-mm. Now, there have been some friends that have tried to keep their male friends by, yep, you got it, giving them the rugged road. In other words, um, giving them anal instead of vaginal. And they're doing that to placate that partner. She's not giving him vaginal because symbolically, if he gets between her legs that way, to her it translates to love. The butt action translates to helping him get his rocks off, so to speak, with her without her being emotionally attached. Now, this is a stretch. But I heard this from one lady before. And what she told me was, there was a guy that she was dating at one point, and he was a friend, and he was trying to make inroads into a relationship. They had been friends for like five years. But she really didn't like him that much but she knew that he was kind of goofy, dorky, and he couldn't really attract women. She tried to help him hook him up for years, and it just didn't work out. And so he finally made his move on her. And at first she wanted to end the friendship, and he was so desperate to keep her, he apologized and made her feel guilty. And she said she gave him the back door, meaning that she had anal sex with him. And I asked her, why? She said, because you got to understand, she said, if I would have let him go inside my vagina, feelings would have been attached to it. She said, back there represented pain. In front of me represents love. And I can't love him in that way. So I'd rather deal with the pain. And eventually she said she had to let him go. Because he kept trying to get with her, but it just wasn't working. Just wasn't working. And sometimes we have to realize that when it comes down to 
this whole friendship thing. We got to make decisions. And they have to be firm. Because there are some people that get rid of people out of relationships. And it's really pathetic and sad for frivolous reasons. There was a lady that I dated and we were friends. And she wanted a relationship and I didn't. And I never forget what she told me before I quit seeing her. She said, well, at least can we just have sex? That's all we need to do. I won't ask you for anything. The only thing I need is just for you to have sex with me. And I said, uh-uh. Nope. And she sat there and she said, I can't believe a man is turning a woman down. Yep. Why did I turn her down, folks? Guess what she wanted to do? She wanted to be a mom as soon as possible. Told me that early in the relationship. When we were friends, that's the reason why I put her in the friend zone. I told her, I said, uh, I don't I, I have no kids. You sure? Well, I want kids then. And so she started dating all these other guys. Even though I knew that she wanted to date me initially. But I wasn't going to go there. I knew what it was all about. If I'd have slipped up and got that woman pregnant, shit. Well, years later, she had four. Four different baby daddies. I wouldn't want them before. Thank God. Because I didn't sleep with them. And that's what you got to watch, fellas. But ladies, there are reasons why we don't sleep with you. If you're making it very obvious and we're not doing it, trust me, there's a valid reason. There's a very valid reason. And another thing, as an added thing before we close here, I close this out. Ladies, we actually don't fuck after certain people too. So like if you went with a guy and he was pretty fucked up, uh, maybe a drug dealer, maybe something that, I don't know. He may be a miscreant or a reprobate some other person that might have uh, been something that we would be I put it to you this way let me, let me just put it to you simply if you're looking for a six figure man a high value man and you fucked a guy that you said it ain't shit and you got kids by him more than likely that man's not going to touch you we don't like fucking after losers
That's the main thing to keep in mind, ladies. Be vigilant about who goes between your legs. It may have an impact on your future. All right. I'm out, folks. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care. Love you all. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes, in the event for professional assistance. Please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.